This moment of respite is brought to you by Subway. Five footlongs, starting at four ninety nine each. Four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. Five footlongs, starting at four ninety nine each. Goodbye. Limited time for participating shops. Prices vary and are higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Extras additional, plus tax, no additional discounts or coupons applied. Back, uh, you, why don't you tell us what episode it is? Because I'm not going to get it right. Uh, seventeen. Oh, wow, is that, right? is that right? Yeah, lucky number seventeen. I just uh, guess what number you're going to say, and then add one. Yeah, I was, I was, is... <laughs> I was going to say sixteen. So yeah, <laughs> this is a uh, Tango and Cash podcast seventeen. Wow. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Over a year now, almost a year and a half. Well, we give what the people what they want. Um, <laughs> yeah. We'll keep doing this until um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I keep I keep I forget the people who are actually listening to it. Not to get ahead of ourselves, it's not a lot, but uh, weirdly unprompted, they'll come up to me. Or I had lunch with a buddy. He's like, "Oh yeah, I loved your last podcast. <laughs> You're listening to it." I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's just my phone tells me when it comes up, and, and uh, I listen. I'm like, oh great. Yeah. Glad I could help right. you procrastinate. Remind uh, me again why we're doing this. Uh, just, just just so it's clear for everybody. We bring joy to children all over the world. <laughs> oh, I, well, I, I think it's something to do. It's fun. We both enjoy it. We, yeah. you know, enjoy speaking with each other. Yeah. Um, you know, as much as I complain about the editing, it actually is kind of, you know, a, pro- a project. It's kind of fun. Oh, but, um, you know, it's just unfortunate that I don't know if we should work harder to get listeners, I guess. <laughs> I think we'd have to figure out how to do that. Um what do you, it just sounded like you made a toy balloon. You know those clowns and stuff? Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've been working on that. Uh, it's it's good of you to notice. Um, <clears throat> this, no, is the, I, this is the strong gets to guess what noise Ned is making. I want to I want to tell you actually it's uh, it's L A freezing, uh, so I just turned my little room ah, mini heater it's off. It's fifty eight degrees. Just so that you don't get pissed off. Uh, it's fifty four. It's fifty four yeah. right now, middle of the day. It's cold. <clears throat> yeah, it was get back this morning. Find a find a fire somewhere and snuggle, snuggle up next to it. Well, we just had all this rain, so we're not gonna. Oh, you mean like a regular fire, not like a yeah, oh, yeah. houses burning kind of. That's what you, you, we usually get out in LA. Uh, you know, you actually you can't build a new structure with a fireplace in it in LA County. Mm. Well, that sounds like a good idea, actually. Oh, that's uh, a bit of a bummer, but all right. Um, <clears throat> it's a different. Yeah. It's, it's a different time. But do you want to just get the throat clearing out of the way? Because I can um, tell already this is going to be a problem. <laughs> I, I already turned off the heater. I'm doing everything I can. Oh, right. I do you want a lozenge or something? Do you? Uh, I calls? went through the last of my lozenges last night. So, uh, are you okay? Yeah, You're sick because of this weather. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did. I went for a long trail run yesterday. Uh, and the rain started when I was about four miles in. Uh, it was about 48 degrees out and pouring rain. Uh, so hopefully I wasn't totally affected by that, but uh, that probably wasn't the best thing I could be doing for myself. Right. But I do so want you to got, cover... You, you, got yourself, you got yourself sick, basically. No, I'm fine. You, I'm fine. It's you wanna, weird. You wanna, I don't... Those I, people. I anticipated not drinking this long, and I would feel like as good as I did when I was 18, and that's... Nah, that's, that's not the case. All right. I just feel just slightly that, less shitty. Th- 
every day. There's get there's getting sick because you got food poisoning, or like you're just getting sick because everyone in the office is sick. Right. You decided to go into like inclement <laughs> weather without like On purpose protection, and you got sick. I, I so, had a uh, I had a raincoat or a you know coverish yeah. thing parka. Um, yeah, it's. I want to clear something about the cold in LA and why it's different than New York. In that, when I woke up this morning, it was forty three degrees out. In my apartment, like the majority of apartments out here, we don't have insulation. So when it's forty three degrees outside, it's like forty five inside. And uh, I have a heater; it just you know doesn't work, so I don't use it. So uh, it's cold. It's like your heater breaking down in Vermont in the middle of the winter. Uh, it's not a lot of fun. You guys get yeah. that you fancy pink cotton candy insulation jazz uh, well it's pretty cold here too but yeah. Uh, yeah that's normal for this time of year but we some nor'easter just came in and it wasn't snow but it was rain and like crazy uh winds like yeah. i was out yesterday and it was like like up to like 50, 60 mile an hour gusts and um so like it was just funny like the the, the uh, forecast the, one of the guys was like don't even bother bringing your umbrella and I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Because of the, the wind. So I walked out, and sure enough, like, literally everyone's umbrella is doing that, like, flip, right, you know, right. flip, flipped out thing or whatever, which is, I I was thinking, is there anything, like, more just demoralizing <laughs> than that? Just feel like such a schmuck. You know, like, it goes the one way, and then you got to try and, like, get it back the other way. You just look like an asshole. <laughs> so yeah. I just, like, put my umbrella away because it was, like, fruitless. But um... Is there, like, a – I thought you said Fruit Loops for a second, which would have been great. Um, <laughs> is there, like, a solidarity in that with everyone else having the same issue and you're like, <laughs> it sucks and everyone's there? Or, or do you, um, not, you don't feel that no, way? No, I mean, everyone – it's New York, so no one cares about anyone else. But, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no, I would, I would say people – when you see that, you can't help but kind of just like laugh at someone's misfortune a little bit. It's a little bit of Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude, right? Uh, but you know, because everyone buys, you know, it didn't really matter if you had a cheap umbrella or the most expensive umbrella. Like the wind's gonna, uh-huh. the wind's gonna get you. You know, um, I, I just got this uh, Amazon Basics umbrella. I've yet to use just because uh, it's actually rained a ton in LA, but uh, it's apparently guaranteed not to flip inside out. So I want to. Really? Yeah, it's like a $20 umbrella, too, so I'm very curious to see if that claim holds water in more ways Probably than one. <clears throat> built, it's built really sturdily uh, or something? Apparently, I'll have to give you a full review once I open it. Yeah. What's um, the name of that brand again, Ned? Uh, Amazon Basics. That's B-A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's an Amazon umbrella, or is that just coincidence? Uh, no, they, they. I think it's, it's like an off-brand thing, but there's certain things that are sub-branded oh. as Amazon Basics that are... Uh, reviewed and recommended by Amazon. Um, you know, Amazon probably gets a considerably larger portion of what they oh, okay. charge. Well, for that sounds else. like an interesting uh, thing. Then why don't you try out that Amazon Basics umbrella <laughs> that says that it uh, will not uh, flip inside out, and let us know how it goes next week. You got it. I will, Mike. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> it's not. It's not a sponsor, but maybe maybe it will be. You know, yeah, I, I I love the way you did that. I thought that was great, and I think it's pretty, uh, natu- it's pretty natural. I think Amazon will like that too. Yeah, let's see. They've probably got enough in their budget. <laughs> um. Anyway, speaking of all this yeah. and weather, weather and getting and because I, I said you got yourself sick. Did you know? If, I always remember this fact, and obviously mm-hmm. the inauguration just happened. You know, there's this president uh, who died because of mm-hmm. his inauguration. <laughs> Yeah, who was uh, it? Uh, well, I, I just it, looked it up. It's the ninth president, ninth president William Henry uh, William Henry Harrison. Yeah, 
1841, March 4th, 1841 was his inauguration. And he, uh, like you, went out and like gave his inauguration and thought he was like a badass, but it was really cold. He's, <laughs> yeah. He didn't do it with a jacket. He gave a long speech because he wanted to be, I guess, tough, you know, not wear a jacket. Right. Got sick, di- died exactly a month later, April 4th, 1841. Shortest U.S. president in history. Are you reading this somewhere? Because if that's just off the top of your head, that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I am reading that. Oh, okay. I can't, I can't, but this is I'm radio. Like, you could have lied. But, uh, right. I was looking it up because, I, because it just reminded me with the you not being prepared, getting sick inauguration. Oh, and I'm assuming we're getting into the inauguration. So. Oh, yeah. Well, what, that's that's a hell of a transition right there. Was that um, too much? No. Was that – so out of curiosity, was that the, the shortest presidency – on record? Yeah, that's what it says. Shortest okay. of any U.S. president. He died of pneumonia, and people say that he gave a long speech in terrible weather. Um, so it's a little-known historic fact. I mean, you know some of your random facts. I need to come in with something. No, that was great. I'm Out of curiosity, was this still uh, up until the time when the vice president was given to the uh, party that came in second? Because uh, initially that's what it was, and it created a lot of issues where uh, whoever got the most votes was the president, whoever got second votes was the vice president. It was often uh, yeah. Party. I think I think they changed that after uh, like this before that. Okay, but um, that's a good question. Hmm. I know that's an, also another interesting fact, just with the president, you know, the campaign. Um, yeah. Can you imagine? I think things might be better if you did it like that. Kind of like that idea. Like the, you know, then basically Hillary Clinton would be Trump's vice president, right? Yeah, I wonder how well they would get along <laughs> at this point. I, I, maybe it wouldn't work, but but no, but maybe that would create a little bit of uh, you got to get along, guys. You know, a little bit. But uh, oh yeah, man, that, in a that, perfect world, I'd love that idea. Um, that is, but that's a cool idea. I mean, that's because I'll tell you what. Then then maybe it wouldn't get so toxic and ridiculous because you'd be like, whoever loses, we're still going to be together. So sort of like you know, maybe people would be not not as big assholes to each other. That's right. one. One thing, you know. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's let's we let's cover the inauguration. Uh, did you watch? What did you think? Uh, yeah, I watched. Um, what did I think? I don't even know where where to begin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I I thought it was fine. I actually went in and out of the inauguration. I I, I don't care about Trump's speech because those speeches are just boring anyway. But mm-hmm. um, and it, you know, like Obama when he did his first one, it was historic. But this one. I just enjoy the, you know, the pomp and circumstance and like, you know, all the old presidents being there and the whole kind of scene. I enjoy mm-hmm. that. You know, the the other stuff, I think, is just sort of he's going to give a speech, whatever. Yeah. You know? So I enjoyed, you know, looking at that a little bit. And then things just went uh, Then we had a bunch of, you know, protests and marches and then things went haywire with uh, with the whole inauguration crowd. And I don't know. I don't well, know where you want to begin. What do you mean? Haywire. Just with Trump claiming that uh, you know oh, he had more that, people yeah. than Obama for some reason, <clears throat> and that that just confused the hell out of me. But uh, overall, the you know the inauguration, I just enjoy as, as an you know as an American citizen that it only happens for you know every four years, so that that was cool. But as far as the actual politics of it, I don't, just don't really have much to say on that. I think have you have you seen the overhead reverse shots from the Lincoln Memorial, basically of Obama and of him? That's like where there's a lot of the white yeah. shows. Well, Trump, yeah. The only way I think you can interpret that is uh, Trump having more people or even the same amount is that every part of those white spots is just a bunch of people in um, white hoods, basically. <laughs> That's that why it looked like it was open, but it was really 
just you know the clan members filling in the back. Good as, one. As are good, yeah. That's a good uh, one. Ned. No, thanks. It's just a weird way to start off, and it's just pe- petty and it's wrong. And then the you know they just I don't know why they're wasting their time with this stuff. And it was funny. A lot of the news people on cable news, which obviously is more liberal, but like even I don't think anyone was uh, thought it was a good idea. They're like, what? There's a picture. There's more people in this one. <laughs> right. Why? Are you, what is the point of it? So I, I don't get it. Well, uh, he just doubled down on that, too, by saying he won the popular vote, which originally right. was a tweet, but saying that three to five million people voted illegally based on nothing, as far as I can tell. I don't know if that was yesterday or this morning. Um, yeah, this should be um, – well, that – and we can rope in the alternative facts jargon. That that Conway person, who I'm proud to say I've still never heard her voice um, – it's getting tougher and tougher to kind of stay away from that and keep the TV on. But uh, did you at least like her Nutcracker uh, outfit? I saw the Nutcracker outfit, but only via Twitter. I, I, I somehow missed her on the inauguration um, feed. Uh, but that was that was good stuff. It was very um, Hunger Games esque. So I yeah. thought um, might might have been more appropriate. And I did, you know, I didn't think his speech was entirely boring. I thought it was. Frightening in the sense that it was very authoritarian, um, and I look for like the, the subtleties and these little cues of uh, of how large a point he was putting on uh, patriotism and allegiance to the state. Um, yeah. It was uh, I don't know. Clearly didn't write the thing, but um, I don't know. This is just a presidency starting off with just total bullshit. So. I don't know where we go from here, really. It's like I, I'd love to see how he one ups this every day. Um, this brings me to: Are you are you more depressed? Were you more depressed like during or after the inauguration or the election? Uh, I was more technically depressed after the election because it was, it came as a bit of a shock. I mean, I, I think yeah. we've covered that. Like, I couldn't get out of bed for about four, maybe three hours. It's it's more worrisome now because I think once the election happened, I think the Republicans saw this juicy stake and they were going after it. They're really trying to overturn everything that's happened in the last eight years. I think they are horrendous, uh, despicable pieces of shit um, to do this. But um, and I also I don't even think Trump knows what the fuck he's signing. Um, I think he is just kind of like rubber stamping everything. Um, Turning over the gag rule uh, is something that a Republican president was going to do anyway, but I, I I see them going after Planned Parenthood pretty quickly. Um, the first time I felt really good after the inauguration was the Women's March. I don't know if you participated in this. I'm going. I'm going with no. But uh, I, I did not participate, but I did. Um, it was there in spirit, and I did obviously see a lot of people in New York right uh, supporting it. <laughs> Um, I do have to just stop you there and say it seems like like am I so you're obviously the left Democrat Trump basher which I listen I'm not like a Trump supporter right but like what for this the purpose of this I feel like I have to be no like, yeah no uh, I get that I gotta be the other side this sure. is crazy uh, but I'm not you know I don't know Let's see see how it goes I think I mean like look I think they're overlooking it's it's like you i kind of have to uh, triage my thoughts on most of this stuff because i can't handle uh the rough and russian influence in um democracy and nuclear weapons and domestic policy all at the same time it's enough to make you 
uh, want to freak out. But I kind of, there's just some weird shit about like taking over control of free speech and not letting, <laughs> removing the ability of uh, the National Park Service to actually tweet uh, when they kind of uh, threw a little shade at Trump for not having as many people as Obama. Uh, right. You know, it's just, I think it's the start of very, very bad things. I think it's so out in the open and obvious, so maybe that's helpful. Um, Listen, well, we'll it's, see. we'll see how it goes. I mean, you yeah. can't, you can't like preemptively, you know, whatever. This isn't like minority report. Uh, you don't know exactly what's going to happen. I'm, I agree that like the beginnings don't look very good, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, but we'll see. And there's, things do not change overnight, you know? And, Whatever. Let's say you disagreed with Obama, so he was there for yeah. eight years, and and now Trump gets in and he's like repealing all this shit. So like, let's right. say Trump is terrible, it'll be four years, and then he'll be out, and somebody will come in and repeal all that. So yeah, let's no, just I, let's I, try I, to make I, remain calm. My, my 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 problem with that, I mean, which is it's just it's fucking petty, and and this is sticking only to domestic policy, is that. It, to totally generalize, it's like the Democrats come in and try to help people in general, and the Republicans go to come in and try to hurt people, and they disguise it with a lot of words and bullshit, but ultimately they're trying to strip away rights from, you know, the poor and minorities and women, and, you know, uh, it just seems kind of fucked up, and it's it's systemic, and um, I think this I is, is going to be worse than anything else. But I don't, yeah, but I don't not exactly. I don't think like, I don't think every Republican that's really they don't want to hurt people. They just don't think that you know they want overall less government, which you know takes away services maybe for the poor and for you know I don't think and they for, want for less... women. But I don't know if it's I don't think it's like a hater thing. I think it's more like you know some things fall. To states, your responsibility, whatever. It's just, right. it's just basically the federal government is not like a nanny state. I'm just saying that's one, you know, way to look at it. Yeah, but I agree yeah. that, like, yeah, I mean, it, it could be some some of these some guys are racist, you know, right? Maybe but there's, a, I mean, they are. Look, it, these things, like, it's just every picture. It's like if there's not a, <laughs> they just repealed the gag order. There were seven uh, white older men standing behind Trump doing this, and this is a, a rule that effectively only affects women. So it'd be nice if they, you know, consulted one before that. Um, but, you know, you look at Obamacare, like the, um, or, I'm sorry, the ACA, uh, you know, the Senate um, has a fantastic health insurance plan, uh, and that's great. And appealing the ACA without a replacement in place is going to kill a lot of people, straight up. Well, I don't know. Let's talk about the positive yeah. side. Should we move on? Yeah. Is, is... Uh, I was going to say one because yeah. I, I, I made a note to myself because I, one good thing that came out that is going to come out of this, mm-hmm. maybe, is that Trump has a big mouth and like wants everyone to think he's like, you know, the, the best and smartest and what knows everything. Yeah. So he knows all these like secrets, like who really killed JFK, maybe like <laughs> Area 51, aliens, like whatever. And there's no way that he's not going to tell somebody <laughs> at some party or something. So maybe, maybe it'll slip out. Something like that. That's the only thing I can think of. Okay, that is true. Um, yes. I feel like there needs to be, like, you should tear the secrets of the government, <laughs> and like you got to survive the first hundred days before you're allowed to learn about this particular thing. But. We got to be very close to JFK. I think it's seventy-five mm-hmm. years. 
when all of the material relating to uh, his assassination uh, becomes unclassified. So we'll see about that. Um, you think, of, and that's where they're going to tell everyone, "Hey, this this is what really happened." Well, that's just when the files become declassified. Maybe they gave seventy five years just so they could find the time to burn it all. But um, that's yeah, I think that's the the, the shelf life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So um, you know, our two hundred and forty fifth episode will maybe cover that. We get that far. Yeah, that'll be good. Well, this this turned into the political hour, but uh, you know we're we're to, we're topical. Yeah, we have a, we have sports hours sometimes. I mean, yeah, it, this is a this is a political kind of few weeks, I think, for us. So um, at least for the country, because this is the transition. You know, this is the first hundred days is when they're going to put um, you know lay down the map for the next four. Um, so that's you know going to be big news, and then it's going to get a little dull, more so than it is, um, or hopefully it will be. We'll see. Um, yeah, yeah, well, they're don't. reopening up uh, the Dakota Access Pipeline, um, which Trump actually happens to be an investor in the company that uh, is running that. So that's not a conflict of interest at all. Um, he's, he has so much money. Do you, do you really think he's going in to be president to make, like, really just to make money? I mean, well, I, I know that sounds maybe like naive, but like he's got enough money. I, it's a lot. I mean, being president like this is not easy. You know, it's not like that. You know, easy on your family. It's you know, on your life. Like he was before, he was like playing golf, and he was kind of like a buffoon celebrity. Right. I don't know why he even wanted to do this. To be honest with you, uh, I don't think he did. But I think now it started, it started as a marketing ploy, and then yeah. But now I think the you know absolute power is going to corrupt the living shit out of him. Um yeah. I mean, more so than than already is. It's it's getting worse, and the thing is. He is surrounding himself with yes men, which I'm sure a lot of people in history are uh, guilty of. But you know he's <laughs> there, like the Kellyanne Conways and Spicer and those people are so full of shit. On top of it, that he may legitimately believe this stuff. And Spicer right. actually said that in his press conference late yesterday or this morning. Like this is what he believes. It's like okay, well that's not true or based on facts. Is anyone around there gonna you know mention that to him? And I don't think anyone's going to for you know fear of retribution or you know mm. nobody wants to get kicked out unfortunately so well you know listen it'll uh, it'll it'll put the journalists and the media more on you know for because i think with obama it was more of like a love fest in a way and so this will have to have them do their jobs hopefully you know as well as they can and yeah. you know, uncover things and you know whatever and trump can't just always say oh they're they're just biased like you know, when you have when you have facts and whatever, you know, American people are not like stupid. You know, if we see well, two pictures and eh, some are some are stupid, but I'm just saying, like when you when you have two pictures, it's obvious. Like, don't you know? What's the saying? Don't don't spit in my face and tell me it's raining. I mean, come on. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. Um, <laughs> I'm not uh, a good uh, I'm not a good sayer of those things. I don't yeah, know but like people like fake news seem to work pretty well on that. They the faith you have in the American public, um, I, I like it. It's just a little optimistic. Um, yeah. Fake news, and I'm th- sure people sitting around. I haven't. I don't get Fox News. I don't know why, but I'm not complaining. Um, but I'm sure they're talking about how his photo was photoshopped, and that they can't access the original one or something. Um, yeah. I don't know if he has access know. to it. But, um, I'm kind kind of burnt out with all this. Yeah. Can we talk about anything else? Sure. 
Uh, hey, this, this is your talking, transition. Talking about, <laughs> this guy's talking about, well, I figured we had to get to it. Yeah. Talking about gag orders and pipelines. And, yeah. um, well, okay, so why don't, we, why don't we do this? Why don't we have a, you were going to be doing a podcast, theoretically, every two weeks or so. So why don't we grade where we feel the country's at right now on like an F to an A. And okay. then we'll, every two weeks, we'll, we'll see where we're going. Um, and this is obviously, you know, based on our own opinions. Um, so we can, so where, where would you say we're at right now? <laughs> By every two weeks, you mean whenever we get a chance to do another podcast? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it's, you know, two weeks in a month is basically the same thing these days. So we can, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, right now, just given, I mean, things that haven't happened. I mean, I know whatever I would, I would say we're, we're a C. So I'm going to start with a C. Okay. That's fair. Now here's the thing. Is an F like an F or is an F like a below 60 because i've always you know i guess i guess f is just enough all right i'm gonna go with a c minus oh okay yeah because i feel like i if i go any lower i'm running out of options um for the future so <laughs> got d, d plus uh <laughs> yeah, i know all right well uh, we'll see it's hard to tell i mean there's a lot that's going on. I mean, when, you know, let's, right. I, I don't know, but that's a good thing. Okay. So we got yeah. the, uh, political grades from the two knuckleheads over here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> everyone's going to be talking about, did you hear what Ned gave uh, the country? <laughs> he said C minus. I thought that was, uh, I thought that was optimistic. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I, I do too. Listener. I do too. Um, but yeah, okay, so the, the Women's March, which I don't think you... Uh, I, I did march in L.A., and I just want to cover this because it was the best I felt oh. in a long time. Oh, great. Did you wear a pussy hat? I was not informed of the pussy hat before I got to my friend's house, before we took the train. And uh, it was it was insane. It was The train was packed after one station. People couldn't get on. We ended up having the largest march in the world uh, with 750,000 people downtown. Compared wow. to Washington at 500, New York at 500. Wow. And very other things. Um, That's great. And I've never, I really haven't felt that um, it was infectious. Uh, being down there, running into friends, um, even, you know, there were nearly you know, three quarters of a million people down there. The biggest thing was we went to lunch afterwards at this total, a place called Mas Malo, which is not a great, it was perfectly fine and. We were sitting there, and I don't really, I don't really know how to do this justice, but we still had all these signs, and uh, there was this table, or predominantly, you know, young white people sitting at our own table, and this table of uh, young black women got up to leave, and I got a friend there named Will, and uh, Will is very hard to explain, but he is big <laughs> and could be intimidating, but he's an actor and he's funny and nice and. Uh, but he's loud and rambunctious and like in a group like that and everyone's a little on edge because they don't know if somebody's going to try to bomb it. They don't know if Trump people are going to be around. And, uh, this group of ladies gets up. One of them puts her jacket on. The only person at our table sees it is Will. Uh, and they start walking towards the door past us and Will gets up really aggressively and goes, you, and points at this woman. And this is a big restaurant with vaulted ceilings that are about 30 feet high and the restaurant stops, and all of us are like, "What? Wait, what?" And then we're all kind of trying to put this together. And the girl is a little freaked out as our friends. And Will goes, "I've been looking for you," and we no one knows what the fuck is going on. And this the girl is starting to freak out a little bit. 
Yeah, I'm starting out. to freak out. <laughs> I know. This is like any... Uh, it's, any it's Will's problem. <laughs> no, and she's like, what? And uh, I guess she put on a jacket she's, she's that a young, said... She's a young, she's a young woman? Uh, she's our age, you know, right. uh, early 30s, mid-30s, something like that. I'm late 30s, whatever. Um, and uh, she had put on a jacket that said, original femme fatale. And he goes, I've been looking for you. He's like, you're the original? You're the first femme fatale? And she was like, what? And he was like, I love it. And he goes and gives her this huge bear hug. And the fucking restaurant goes nuts. Like, people stand up and are cheering and clapping. And it's like, and we're like, what the fuck? And the girl's behind us, like, this is all going on directly behind me. And the girl goes, like, what is happening right here? And, uh... It was just, like, really nice. And it was like everyone was there all for the same reason. And these girls eventually leave. And two of the friends came back in to get something, like, ten minutes later. And they were like, that was awesome. That was, like, the best part of our day. And then when we left with our signs and everything, everyone in the restaurant just started, like, clapping and cheering as we, like, walked out of this restaurant. <laughs> it was, it was, uh... Was everybody drinking? I don't understand why this is, just, like, is, I guess you had to be there. It was, you story. did. I, I don't know how to do it justice. Why, like, it was... this guy Will jumps out and does, what is he, a lunatic? And, and, <laughs> and just because a, a white, fat white guy and a young and young black woman are, like, hugging? Yeah, no, he's, is... he's a big, no, he's not fat. He's, he's a big guy. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. it was just, um, I don't why? know. It was just this just is... kind of yeah, moment okay. that everyone was like, yeah. this is not... It, everyone thought it could be bad it could be like maybe he was racist maybe I like it didn't know but like it all turned out great and everyone just right, was right. built up in the spirit well, and it was nice so, alright it's not not was terrible but uh, I was expecting a little more climac- climactic ending the, you get, I guess you have to be there but alright for all for all you listeners you get to grade <laughs> Ned's stories did you tweet, did you want us, to write be, in? What did you want? You wanted to like punch her in the face? Where did you? No, uh, where I, did you see this I thought I, I thought I was going to be a little more um, I don't know deeper. Like maybe somebody picked up somebody's check because they overheard that they were you know <laughs> something bad happened. I don't. Something. I think this is bigger than that. I think this is about people of like different races like coming together for a common. Oh, that's fine. Feeling. What yeah. is? The femme fatale pointing you that that threw me off a little bit. He, I gotta tell you, it threw everyone off. But that's he was the one who was like, you know, slamming the roof of the subway on the way downtown, and some women asked him to stop because they were getting freaked out a little bit. He's just like, he's kind of like a big dumb animal, but he's very, yeah. very harmless. Right. Well, um, that's a touching thing. So, yeah. but overall, it sounded like it was a, a nice day, and same thing <laughs> in New York, and, and seeing all the uh, all over the country, it was nice to see, you know, that uh, everyone voicing their their God-given right in America. Yeah. And um, it was peaceful. There were no arrests or anything else like that, so that was that seems nice. I thought it was a little weird, the whole pussy hat thing, if that's what you call it. But Yeah, I, I came a little me. late to the party. I'm not entirely sure where that all came from. I thought they just looked like the uh, the youngest daughter in Bob's Burgers. Um, <laughs> well, I, she wears I a hat I guess, like that. I thought that yeah, was part of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know what was going on. I thought um, I thought maybe it was actually supposed to resemble some sort of, uh, Vag- you know, vagina. part of the, the yeah, vagina. Okay. <laughs> Can we say vagina? Uh, <laughs> what, who but, are you uh, going to offend? We just lost somebody, Amazon. <laughs> somebody was like, put their pussy there like they're cat ears. Oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But, uh, well, I, I mean, you know, I thought it was about women's rights. I thought it was a little, I don't know. I don't think you need to do that kind of stuff. I think a little more 
the high the high road. But what's whatever. that? I just don't think you need to wear a pussy hat oh. to a, to a, to make your point. So that that covers the politics half hour. Um, hey, I don't know what else. What else is going on? Anything else? Um, you want to talk uh, entertainment? I, I'm uh, I'm into a really great show. It's not yeah, that new; it's in its third season. But um, I never got around to it. Mozart in the Jungle on Amazon. Uh, oh no, I haven't seen it. Highly recommend it. Very huh. entertaining. It's thirty minute comedy. Okay. Um, Gail Garcia Bernal is like amazing in it, and it's funny. Like I'm like laugh laugh out loud funny, which I don't usually do. Yeah, no, I never do. That's uh, okay. I'll I'll take the Mozart in the Jungle challenge. Yeah, he's basically like uh, the new you know conductor of a New York you know based like Philharmonic Orchestra, and um, all this stuff happens, but it's entertaining. Wait, there's stuff. Well, now I'm sold. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. Well, it just follows his whole thing, taking over for like the old guard and okay. getting a lot of pushback. And he's like a really funny, like out there kind of conductor. And then there's this uh, this female actress who's like, you know, in her twenties, trying to make it. I don't know, I don't know if that no, could, could try... good a job of explaining it, but hey. Uh, Strom, that was uh, melodic. Very nice. <laughs> there's um... just uh, there's not that many shows out there that are that good. That's why I'm, like watching Dexter, you know, like. Like as, as much as there's good stuff out there, it it's just gets to be a little crowded, right. and you realize like Homeland was awesome for like a few seasons. Now I don't watch Homeland anymore because they lost me. Um, you know, I was I was literally just about to bring that up because I think whatever fucking season we're in, episode two is out. I haven't seen it. Um, but yeah, it's been I just haven't been excited by that. I've actually stopped watching The Walking Dead. I just don't care about that anymore. They lost me at the opening of this season, which I think they lost a lot of viewers, um, because they just don't Home? take, uh, Homeland? uh, Walking Dead. <clears throat> oh, walk, walk down. Homeland's, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to try it again. It, I just, when they do the recap of the upcoming season, not recap, but like, you know, what's to come and you're not excited about anything. Um, yeah. it was literally, it's like yeah. Claire Danes goes shopping. On this no, season like, of Homeland, you know, like, she's oh, we're okay. in Brooklyn, everybody, because everything's in Brooklyn. Now. <laughs> right. uh, but it's also like with House of Cards. Like I loved the first season, and then it progressively gets worse, and you sort of whatever. Right. Like Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones has done a good job of keeping it up. But I think it shows that there's not a lot of good for me. There's great. There's great shows. Like you watch a show like Westworld. I love the season. Mm. There's good seasons, but then there's a lot of shows that just lose track after like two or three seasons so they don't become great series do you know right. what i mean so like the sopranos like where was it when's the last you know like breaking bad those shows like a lot of these the seasons wire. i don't know like yeah. house of cards is not going to get to like five or six seasons it just it just doesn't seem like it's cut out for it you know well i think we are did wasn't that season four last or was that three i think i mean i think it's at least season four coming up if not season five I, th- I think it, I thought four was coming up, but okay, yeah, you might be right. You're pro- we're gonna go with you on numbers because it seems to be your thing. But um, <laughs> I'm just saying, it's hard to like you know keep a series to keep being good. I mean, Homeland was like the the shit. Yeah, whenever that was like hitting those high marks, and I forget what happened. It was just the beginning. After Brody, it just sort of lost uh, lost its way. Well, that's the thing. You know, you run into that a lot with the shows that are essentially set up like. You can't drag it out forever. So once it comes to fruition, then you either end the show or you have to reinvent it in a way. And it's 
You know, it's hard. Like, you look at um, True Detective, which is a really fantastic first season, and I don't think any show has ever been gone from as good to as horrific as that show yeah. did in its second. And that that's because Nick Puzzoliti, whatever. Um, I don't Nick Puzzoliti. Puzzoliti. Um, like shout out to our Italian-American friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, He had eight years to work on that first season. And then they were like, we really want a second season. Here's eight months. And so that's right. why it was total shit. Because he clearly yeah, well, didn't, well, you know, he wasn't take able to eight, do it. He can't take eight years. Maybe there's a middle ground. What a... Uh, well, did you? I didn't even watch that second True Detective because everyone was so oh, uh, so bad, horrified. Yeah, it was really bad. Um, What's bad? Bad acting? Bad everything. writing? Oh, writing the just the story. The story was just like painful. It was like a, a bit of. I think. I mean, I, I can barely remember, but I think it was like a rip off of Chinatown in some ways. Like clearly, there were original story also, elements that weren't his own. You also, and, you had Vince Vaughn and, uh, you know. Uh, Colin Farrell, like those, yeah. doesn't sound like it was good casting. Colin Farrell's at least a dramatic actor, um, so yeah, wasn't good, wasn't good. Um, I'm trying to think of things that I've seen that I still enjoy watching. Um, I'm, I've been on an Amazon kick. I watched Goliath, which has the most. <laughs> I I enjoyed it because I like Billy Bob a little bit, but uh, I don't know if we covered this last week. But man, that is the most stereotypical lawyer show ever uh if you it's i mean it's it's every lawyer show ever written it's like a down on his luck lawyer has a chance at a great big case that's happens to be against his ex-law firm it's like yeah. really we're doing this again okay well um, but i enjoyed that i enjoyed that stuff yeah a little you, little, you, you little coincidental like but right you might like it if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, I just started watching Sneaky Pete last night, which seems okay so far. Uh, two episodes in, so I've been on an Amazon kick. And uh, The Man in the High Castle is fantastic and gets better in the second season. And has really yeah, I've heard, grow, I've so. heard Man in the High Castle probably be next. Every, it's funny how people talk. Word of mouth. It's like still a thing. Um, yeah. like, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, the OA, uh, OA people seem to be talking about. <laughs> I think people are talking about how weird the ending is. That one, and then the... Um... I'm not drinking. I got free time. Yeah. <laughs> so. What is it? Black Mirror? Black... Um, uh, I love Black Mirror. The, what the first happens. episode really was, was uncomfortable for me. But... Is that the pig fucker one? Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, this, the third... Hard to, hard to, everyone's like... Everyone's like, get, after that episode, it becomes more normal. Uh, but that was tough. Well, I, I love the first two seasons universally. The third season, which is the first on Netflix, doubles the number of episodes, and I think it suffers a bit from that, because there are a couple episodes that I could, give or take, um, or are not as terrifying. The first two seasons of Black Mirror are, are fucking terrifying, because you can very much see where it's going in our own society. Uh, yeah, well, it's a little, it's like real. Um, oh yeah, I want to check out Man in High Castle. I finished the first season, finally, of Stranger Things, because I got just sort oh, yeah. of stalled and i enjoyed that okay i liked it yeah so saw that a while ago very in homage to like goonies and a lot of early spielberg yeah i mean like there's there's a lot of good stuff with netflix amazon and all these you know that it's good but then at the same time like you know i don't know what the cream of the crop is you know yeah uh let's do a movie i saw la la land and arrival Wait, okay. I saw that and Inferno, 
And I think really last time you saw, had seen that La La Land. Oh, do we cover that? that? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, we have actually. I didn't realize the Oscar Oscar nominations were today, right? Um. Yeah. This morning. Uh, I never pay attention anymore, but I know uh, La La Land got tied Titanic for 14 nominations. Did you see the nominations? Do you care about it? Um, I do. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually more. I'm just interested in the snubs, really. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, just because that's more. I mean, I don't know. It's exciting. Like I'm looking. Amy Adams got snubbed for um, Arrival, hmm. so it's a little, little weird. And um, I saw Arrival. I liked it. Uh... Snub Taraji P Henson. She didn't get. She didn't get nominated for Hidden Figures. Uh, I thought I... she. I didn't see that, but I thought she was good in that. <laughs> I didn't see it, but I thought she was good. That's what. That's what I heard. Yeah. I mean, who the fuck votes on this? It's so, I know. It's such bullshit. Mel Gibson got nominated. I don't know what for, but. Um, oh God, Meryl Streep got nominated again. Yeah, somebody was talking about that. They're like. Meryl doesn't even wake up anymore to find out she's nominated. She's just, just use the one from 86. I'm sure that's a good yeah. reaction shot right there. <laughs> Florence Foster Jenkins, which will never get me, never catch me watching that movie. But listen, I think Meryl Streep is great, but it's possible that she might be a little overrated at this point. I have to say it. Oh, you've, you're really taking the Trump side on <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, well, no, not, not overrated like how he said it, but like, can we just and not everything she does is like gold. gold. She's a great. She's a great actress. She doesn't need to get right. nominated for everything, right? Do you know what I mean? Like, well, listen, I think she's great. But look, if you put her in, you got to put her in the same category as like uh, De Niro, Pacino, Glenn Close. You know the staples, right. the ones who've been nominated a ton. But the De Niro and the Pacinos aren't getting nominated that much anymore. I mean, maybe that's because they're doing. I'm just I saying it's okay. Long. It's okay. It's okay for her to do a role. Yeah, she's very, very good. Yeah, but she doesn't have to get nominated every time. <laughs> like, I didn't, there's other. There's probably yeah. other people that are better. Like I didn't see. You know, I don't even know if she, what role it is, but like if Taraji was good in that, you know, maybe give it. You know, it's her time, and if they were the, about equal, I'm just saying. I think she gets like the benefit of the doubt. It's like, you know. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, I didn't see either of those movies, so I, I just you know. Can't have um, like uh, also, what is Mel Gibson surprise for best director? Uh, yeah, what I don't even know that <laughs> didn't even know he directed anything for uh, Hacksaw Ridge, where I guess oh. it was about uh, you know really the, the pacifist um, doctor, I think uh, a soldier. Apparently, they were like, yeah, he doesn't want a gun, which yeah. I couldn't get. The trailer just seemed goofy to me. Cause, oh, I don't, it seems so like cheesy. I know. I guess it's yeah. like, based on a true story. But then, um, <laughs> uh, but but it's interesting after his whole you know meltdown and anti-Semitic, yeah, whatever to get back into Hollywood. It's impressive. It's impressive. Well, I don't think Hollywood has that long of a memory, unfortunately. He uh, must. He must have a good Jewish agent. Um, <laughs> the uh, snubs for Probably. maybe he changes. Maybe he changes mind. Uh, and then for director Scorsese, Clint Eastwood, and Denzel. All didn't get nominated for their movies. That's kind of uh, it's kind of surprising. What was Clint's? Denzel was Fences, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Scorsese was Silence. We're only doing one name movies this year, uh, apparently. Uh, yeah. And Arrival. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Eastwood was Sully. Look at that. <laughs> That's why. <funny. Yeah. laughs> um. You know, there, there's been. Are you going to tell me about a marketing? Uh, 
research that shows that one name movies like do better than <laughs> I, I guarantee you there is a there's something out there uh, that says that yeah. um, I remember like a decade ago back when I was doing more working with more independent companies when there are a lot of those out there uh, everyone only want no matter what movie you made it would be renamed a something or arrival or something starting with a at the very least a B or a C because when people are in hotel rooms or choosing movies they come alphabetically so every movie has to start with an A because people are lazy and will literally just choose a movie based on whatever they see first. And there's scientific, well, I don't know how scientific, but data to back that up. So, um, yeah, that's interesting. Well, but yeah. there was like a time where like, <laughs> but you I, I guess so- in America. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, I'm a true American. I'm like you. Yeah. Uh, you're a Russian spy. Um, <laughs> yeah. There was a time where I feel like those long name movies were like a thing, like you know Harry Potter, blah blah blah, and like mm-hmm. you know Lemony Snicket and whatever. So it's just funny now. Everyone's just like, we got to do one name. It's well, Lemony Snicket is now a TV show on Netflix. It's just called A Series of Unfortunate Events, which I'm two episodes right. into. I, um, I thought that was for kids. Yeah, no, seriously, look at this. A Moonlight, also a one word, <laughs> a movie this year. Maybe that is a thing. Um, I, my thing I'm reading says Deadpool got snubbed. Dev Patel? Not Deadpool. Oh, oh well, it's, it was Deadpool. <laughs> I wasn't anticipating I, it. I, I like Deadpool. I, I did too. I, I would not put my money on it being a front runner for best well, picture. Maybe, but it got I get it got shut out of everything, even makeup. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, whatever. Okay. Uh, I, I like Deadpool. I, I sent some people to it who were not that happy with me. <laughs> presenting them to it i think i it's a lot of snubs i don't know who's gonna be that happy about who who got who got nominated jesus um anyway this just shows you you can't really trust you can't really trust this process you know yeah um and la la land's gonna win probably well of course it's gonna win because the uh, voters are still very old and it's a throwback to 40s 50s maybe 60s cinema it's also about Hollywood, and we all know Hollywood loves Hollywood. If you had gotten the rights to Argo, I would be talking to an Oscar. <laughs> well, that's if executive I didn't producer. Fuck it up at that point. Um, but well, uh, Casey, Casey Affleck. I mean, La La Land's gonna win Best Picture. Casey, and then I guess the director's gonna. Or I don't know, director actually. But uh, it could be him, or I don't see Mel Gibson actually winning. Okay. And then Casey Affleck's gonna win for. Manchester by the Sea, which I, I want to see soon. Well, actually, right. him and White Ryan Gosling should be interesting, right? Um, well, you got Casey Affleck, Ryan Gosling, and then Denzel. I would say are the top three, and then I would say Affleck's the front runner. Then I don't know about the women. What do you think? Emma Stone, La La Land, Natalie Portman, Jackie. There's two other people I've never heard of, so I'm not even going to waste time. Okay. And then Mer- Meryl Streep. Uh, I think I think Emma's got the edge here. I'm guessing. Yeah. I. I the only review I've heard of Jackie, aside from being very good, is that they hated her accent. That could hurt yeah, her chances. I, I, I hated her accent as well oh. when I heard when I saw the trailers. It might be you where I got that information. <laughs> I think I think Emma's going to win because yeah. it's like sort of her time if she's going to win one. Yeah, yeah, I can see that sweeping quite a bit. Um, I can't imagine it's going to lose out. Like, I don't know what else it's nominated for, but I'm sure music composition. Um, supervision right. and stuff like that. Uh, even cinematography, which I didn't love in it, um, it's going to get some nods because of the color palette. 
I'm sure. Um, yeah. Okay. I didn't love the camera work though. It felt a little amateurish to me. But, wow. Um, do you want to? Are we gonna? Do you want to talk cinematography and um, best edit? Uh, best edited <laughs> and po- po- uh, audio production design post. Uh, Sound mixing? Who do you think is going to win sound mixing? Man? I don't even know who's nominated. But this is good because I'm sure we'll have one more before this comes up. We should do our uh, – we'll do a little thing on our own and then we'll say who we think is going to win and then we'll have one after and do a okay. little tally to see how we did. Okay. La La Land's going to win sound mixing. Or maybe Rogue One. This, I don't know. But yeah, usually, the best, usually the best picture ends up winning – all these weird ones. It does. Know? Sound mixing is one of those ones that like will go to a different movie, but I think yeah. because La La Land is like a pseudo musical, it's still going to get the sound ones. But yeah, I thought Rogan was great. I'm still due to see it again on a non bullshit 3D version. Okay. All right. Well, uh, yeah, we sort of uh, I, I didn't expect to get into Oscar talk, but it's fun. Oh, I mean, it was a good time. Little, it's a little more lighthearted than uh, than the end of the world. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, we should. We and we didn't even cover a tenth of what we could have on on that front. So yeah, we'll, we'll right. save that all for next time. All right, that sounds good, Ned. <laughs> well, uh, I guess we should wrap this up. Yeah, sure. Um, that it was good for me. I'm gonna go have a cigarette and, and you yeah, know enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, buddy. Well, uh, stay dry over there. Try not to get uh, too sick and give yourself pneumonia. And uh, it's been been a good talk, buddy. <laughs> As always. This moment of respite is brought to you by Subway. Five footlongs, starting at four ninety nine each. Four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. Five footlongs, starting at four ninety nine each. Goodbye. Limited time to participating shops. Prices vary or higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Extras additional plus tax. No additional discounts or coupons applied.